Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time, even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony, living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Good morning, everyone. My name is Tracy, and I'm a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and a healer, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine through Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha Yoga. My gift is to be able to see through the layers of the energy that surrounds your physical body called the bioenergetic field. My superpower is the ability to connect with your permission directly to the voice of your soul energy. And then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy. It's then my job to guide and teach you to bring your soul and ego back into harmony. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this week on the show. The show's title is called The Next Syndrome. Very often while we're doing the healing arts work, we experience feelings of both euphoria and of deep physical or emotional pain. This can all be explained by the concept of the next syndrome. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the side effects of energy work that show up because of the next syndrome. I'm going to talk to you about the value of these experiences and how to release the resistance so the syndrome effects are welcome friends instead of cursed enemies. So let's start with what is the next syndrome? So as we do energy work and in any type of energy work, what's most important is that we realize it's not usually instantaneous. However, there are effects that are instantaneous. The purposefulness of our energy work is to gently peel away the layers of non-beneficial energy. When we go to someone else to do energy work, like Reiki, for example, they're peeling away the layers that we don't have to look at that we don't have to really do a lot of work on. It's kind of like washing off the window. We still have to scrape off the muck, so that's the work. But wiping off the window seems really easy and anyone can do it. The next syndrome is the effects of peeling away these layers. Sometimes if a layer, especially a physical pain or a very in-your-face emotional challenge, gets washed away, you feel light right away. You feel as though something has been lifted from your shoulders. Very often, and especially over a three-day period, that pain may even subside entirely. The challenge is, is you've just washed away a layer. So the work to do is to ask the question, what's next? What's next? And that's where the next syndrome comes in. It is either very euphoric. 
It makes you feel like something's changed. It's very often a place where people get the motivation and the desire to start doing their healing work. But sometimes it's painful. It can be physically or emotionally painful. And that's because what you're releasing, you're resistant in letting go. You are trying to hold on to it, not because it's something that you need or something that you want, but that you've known it for so long and that it leaving causes fear in that moment. It's ego trying to regain the control. Sometimes we release energetically and we move through the next syndrome without even being aware of it. Let me explain what I mean like that in basic human biology. Gentle ways of releasing energy, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, are through burping, farting, sneezing, yawning, gentle tears, and laughter. We think of those as nothing really significant or important, but they are extremely. They are evidence that we are releasing something of an energetic matter that no longer serves us. In a more violent release of energy, usually energy that is being held on to because we're resisting letting it go, we experience flu-like symptoms. Very often a cold will present itself. I think on a physical level, we very often correlate, we feel run down and stressed out and that's why we got a cold. But it's not just physically exhausted and run down. It's also emotionally or mentally exhausted and run down where a cold will present itself to slow us down. Very often I have experienced, especially through clients in the resistance process, experience what they would describe as food poisoning, vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy, and it lasts for a very short a very short time, either hours or just a couple of days. These are all part of the ways in which the next syndrome layers away. When those things happen, so let me go back to the physiology, for example, when in treatment, I will advise my clients, if you need to burp, fart, sneeze, yawn, cry, or laugh, please do so. And we don't say, excuse me, there is no shame, there's no criticism or judgment. We actually say, thank you. Because we're acknowledging that gentle release. We aren't resisting it and we aren't allowing for a more violent release to build up. It's very funny. I uh, will have friends and family even say, excuse me, thank you. After burping, farting, sneezing, yawning, or even sometimes laughing. Understanding what the next syndrome is empowers you to move through the healing process at a steady flow. Not necessarily faster, not necessarily in an easier way, but in a way in which is exactly the way it's supposed to be. 
So let me tell you how I learned about the neck syndrome and how I seem to have figured it out for myself and for my clients. Several years ago, I took a certificate course called BEAM, Bioenergetic Access Method. And in those teachings, Dr. Joan Beattie very briefly documented and uh, shared with us what the next syndrome was. And I respected it for what it was, energy being released. Sometimes it uh, wasn't wonderful. Sometimes it was really challenging. But what I was able to notice while I was doing my work is that I can see what resistance looks like. So my superpower, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is that I have the capacity to see through the layers of the bioenergetic field. I'm not exactly sure how or why, but I have the capacity to see the buildup of the non-beneficial energy in the field. And what happens when we resist releasing that energy is it becomes a tiny bit bigger for a couple seconds. And it either dissipates into smaller than I had seen it before and melts away, or as it gets bigger, it tries to hold on. That's the way I'd like to describe it. It, it tries to hold on. And what do I mean by non-beneficial energy? I mean we feel something. We create a definition of it. It becomes something we believe is true, and then we create habits around it to keep it alive. So some of those energies that I have the capacity to see, thank you to my trainings in BEAM, are abandonment, criticism and judgment, self-esteem, the energy of having to please others at your own expense, control, resentment, humiliation, Grief and loss, bitterness, vengeance, betrayal, rejection, guilt, illusions, jealousy, envy, and shame. So what happens as those energies vibrate within your field I like to explain it as they call to other like energies, telling them that they found a nice place to stay and that their friends should join them. And this to me is called the accumulation of non-beneficial energy. So inside your bioenergetic field is an accumulation of non-beneficial energy, one two or recipes of these energies combining to make other things that you actually feel. You feel them physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, whether you realize it or not. And there's going to be a moment when you are sick and tired of being sick and tired that one of these energies is going to get you. And your soul is either going to reach out, which is not a so easy task, and you're going to search for help. Or if ego reaches out with soul in harmony, it becomes much easier to recognize, release, and do the work. Now when I say do the work, 
It means leaving unconscious incompetence, leaving that space where you don't know what you don't know, and move to a space of un sorry, of conscious incompetence. You know you don't know, but you're sick and tired of it, and you don't want to be in that energy anymore. So what happens as these layers are revealed and removed, we do one of several things. We either surrender, we allow that energy to melt away, and we become consciously aware that we need to pay attention to how it causes and affects our lives. Or, out of habit usually, we ignore, escape, and avoid it. We don't look at it. And that gives it the capacity to grow stronger, to make us more sick and tired. Now, if we do want to release that and surrender, but we have challenged doing it, we create resistance. And that resistance comes to us in a gentle way to warn us we're resisting through burps, farts, sneezes, yawns, crying, and laughter. Or... It is very violent, as I mentioned earlier, vomit, diarrhea, flu-like. But there's a third way. It's called spiritual bypassing. We tend to spiritually bypass when we are pretending, creating stories and illusions that we're doing our work, but we're actually finding ways to hide from it. It's time for our first break of the day. When we return, we're going to continue to discuss ways that the next syndrome presents itself. Specifically, we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual bypassing, but we're also going to talk about exactly the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual ways that the next syndrome reacts. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you want the world to be greater? Are you a seeker and do you know more is possible? Together, we can make it happen. Join us for the 22nd Century Consciousness Showcase. More than 20 movers and shakers in the world of empowerment will unveil their strategies for creating dynamic future success. All our speakers will invite and inspire you with their visions in the exciting world of consciousness. Each of them have put together amazing promotional packages with extraordinary pricing that will be available to you just for participating with us. 
The showcase begins June 11th and runs through June 15th. Join us at InspireChoicesNetwork.com to never miss any of the amazing video conversations and fabulous offerings. We look forward to creating the future consciousness with you. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Today our show topic is the next syndrome. The next syndrome happens when we are doing healing arts. We are asked by our energetic levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, to clean away the non-beneficial energy and debris that guides us out of alignment with our true self that confuses us and gets us caught up in the physical, the emotional, the mental, and spiritual. Today, specifically, I want to share with you the concept of spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing very often takes place because we know what we need to do to be true to ourselves. We know who we need to be, but we sometimes are incapable of being that person. So, for example, um, I will give you my personal story of spiritual bypassing, although it's not a story, it's an example. I know that if every morning before I get up, I ground myself to physical energy and I give gratitude to my body, if I open my heart to love and forgiveness and I ask to connect directly to heaven energy, I allow that energy to flow through me. I call it a spiritual shower. I ask and am grateful that it washes away anything that's attached to me that isn't taking me to my highest good. When I don't do that meditation in the morning, I actually have physical pain, usually in my lower back or my hands. It's just a gentle reminder that I'm not doing what I need to do, and especially important for me because not only am I in my own energy all day long, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly, but I'm also in the energy of the people I'm in service to. In a week, I probably treat about 60 people. So I'm in their physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual energy, literally. I'm going into their bioenergetic field. I'm finding non-beneficial energy, and I'm pulling it out. Logic would say, why would you even skip that? What what would possess you to not do that 90 seconds to 20-minute routine of a spiritual shower that you know for sure heals you, guides you, protects you? 
because we're all human. We get caught up in the things that we should, we must, and we have to do. We don't realize that putting ourselves first isn't actually selfish. It's good self-care. It's a higher vibration. So we spiritually bypass because we have more concern in a moment about what's going on around us than what's in our highest gifts. Spiritual bypassing creates for us non-beneficial energy as well. Although we are mostly being, doing, and saying who we want to be, we aren't always. And that's when triggers are created. And those triggers are different for absolutely everyone. For me, it's lower back or hand pain. It's um, very rapid, loud, and aggressive sneezing. So what would some of those triggers be like for you? What's something that happens to you to warn you that you're going too far, you're doing too much? If you don't know the answer to that, that's part of what's next. What physical pain is your body using to speak to you because you're not listening? What emotional trauma keeps being presented, keeps patterning in your life? It happens over and over and over and you just can't seem to get a grasp on it. What mental neuroses are coming forward? Thoughts of fear or thoughts of anger that force you into a space that is both emotionally and physically uncomfortable. And what about spiritually? How are you disconnecting and isolating yourself from your true self, soul and ego in harmony, from those around you, but also from a source energy? something greater than we are. That's what next syndrome tries to do. It tries to remind us that the work isn't ending. Although we don't want our work to be challenging and painful, we also don't ever want it to end. When we no longer have ego and soul in harmony work to do, this lifetime is over. We've done our work and we go back home to the universe. So let's go back to spiritual bypassing. Somehow in the world of being spiritual, We've decided that that means that we aren't allowed to be negative. We can't feel negative. That we always have to be nice. I want to suggest that that is really a great way to live, but it's not possible all of the time. We have to be good to ourselves also. It's not just about being kind and compassionate to others. It's not 
giving ourselves permission to have negative feelings. It's about acknowledging the negative feelings. So if we aren't allowed to be negative at all, if we're not allowed to have anger, jealousy, disappointment, control, resentment, then we are stopping ourselves from expressing through the human emotion spectrum. I'd like to suggest that spiritual bypassing is creating hard rules and especially creating hard rules that we're not willing to really look at and decide whether we created those rules or whether our influential others are creating those rules. We're allowed to express our negative feelings. But if we're truly and deeply and honestly doing our work, we're going to express those negative feelings in a kind and compassionate way. We're going to respond to people, places, things. We're not going to react or explode or be unconsciously incompetent. We're sick and tired because we are avoiding, ignoring, and escaping our truth, how we really feel, what we really think. And then when we find a spiritual path, and we begin to heal and release and surrender, but there's still those pieces that we think are ugly or dark about ourselves, we get scared and we think we're not really spiritual, we're faking it. That's not true. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. We're allowed to be angry. Anger says something's wrong. Your thought, your feeling, your action or inaction is taking you out of alignment with who you're meant to be. And that anger percolates to say, stop. Step back. I'm suggesting at that stop and step back, when we breathe in, we move into the next syndrome. We either release something gently by a burp, thank you, or we hold that anger in and avoid it, ignore and escape it because we're not allowed to be angry and it turns to something more violent. And by violent, I mean usually physical. The next syndrome are symptomologies that are purposed to warn us that we're going out of alignment that we're not surrendering, that we're avoiding or ignoring. Gift yourself permission to surrender. Allow whatever that body function is to release the stuff you don't have to work on so you're not distracted by it. But also, take a moment to say, what's next? When we peel that layer away, that healing layer, especially through our gentle releases of burping, farting, sneezing, yawning, crying, and laughing, we have done the work. You've just done the work. Say thank you because you don't have to toil in that. There's no labor required. It actually just melted away. Then say, okay, what's next? And in that moment, pay attention. 
pay attention to what's presented to you, what people, places, things, scenes, situations, or scenarios. But most importantly, pay attention what's being presented to you within your bioenergetic field. And that, whichever it is, gets presented to you in four different ways. It gets presented first spiritually, then mentally, then emotionally, and then physically. But the challenge is, as human beings, we usually don't realize we've been presented with that what's next opportunity until it's physical. It's time for our second break of the show. When we return, I'm going to gently walk you through these four levels of communication that what next gifts to us in the form of spiritual thought, emotional release, mental feeling, and physical experience. I'm Tracy Trimble. And you're listening to Soul Healing on Inspired Choices Network. I'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to break, I introduced to you the four ways in which the question, what next, can and will present itself to you. I believe that part of our healing work is learning how to experience communication in these four ways. I believe that communication comes directly from source. I think it comes through our bioenergetic field and it presents ourselves, it presents itself to us in one of these four ways. Spiritually, then mentally. It presents to us emotionally, but also physically. So let me take a few minutes to go through and explain these four levels of communication or of awareness. Spiritual communication is done through an energy called intuition. It's a knowing. It guides us 
to our highest good. We know that something is more right for us or it is just not right for us. If we have the capacity to honor and trust that knowing, we're very easily guided by it. But often we have doubt and we need evidence that what we think or believe is true and we look outside for that evidence and if we don't find it, we tend to stop trusting our intuition. Intuition presents to us as a thought. That thought is either beneficial, it's going to take us to our highest good, it's going to help us learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper, or it's a non-beneficial thought. It isn't going to take us closer to love, it's actually taking us closer to fear. If we can recognize that thought and say, oh, this thought is good for me, and head in that direction, everything is perfectly perfect. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. If we recognize that thought as non-beneficial and choose not to go in that direction, again, perfectly perfect. But if we know what that thought is, beneficial or non-beneficial, and we don't do what we're meant to do to move closer to our highest good, we create chaos. In that moment, our intuition is no longer capable of communicating with us. We've either shut it off because we've completely disregarded it, or we actually had no conscious awareness whatsoever that that thought was something. So energetically, we process down to the energy of mental. Now, in harmony, our mental processing is soul and ego communicating, navigating the outside world for the purpose of what the inner self needs. We do that with kindness and compassion, and we do our best to mind our own business, to do our own work, but to participate with love and kindness in the outside world. So when that thought is presented, soul and ego will either discuss it and stop the non-beneficial energy. Or soul and ego will go into chaos. They will literally battle each other. Many of us have heard those two voices. Satirically, they've been called the devil and the angel on your shoulder. We all have had that experience. When the devil wins, that's simply soul and ego battling and you continuing to move forward energetically into non-beneficial energy. The angel is simply soul and ego in harmony stopping you from taking that path and redirecting you to a path that is in your highest good. When mental communication fails, it turns emotional. And the reason that it turns emotional is because feelings are meant to guide and direct us. If you have a feeling and you are labeling it as bad, then it's a warning to say you're not thinking, feeling, doing, being, having what you're supposed to be, what you're meant to be. 
You're not in your truth. Emotionally, there are seven levels. Each level has a beneficial and a non-beneficial energy type. Today, I'm just going to share with you the non-beneficial because we want to actually know, I think I have time. I'm going to share with you quickly both of the beneficial and the non-beneficial. So the very first level of communication after mental discord has broken down we are either connected or we're disconnected, isolated, and alone. We actually move through that process. And that creates stories and illusions. They are ways in which we see the, non- the non-beneficial energy playing out. Or there are truths. They're stories that empower us, that move us forward. If we get caught in the stories and illusions, the energy shifts into lies. Lies are the thoughts, the words, the chosen action and chosen inaction that continue to take us out of alignment. We're no longer thinking it to ourselves. We're actually speaking it to others and doing things to create it. In alignment, that would be called truth. Thoughts, words, actions, and inactions that keep us moving towards our highest good. If we are disconnected, we've created a story or illusion that causes us harm, and now we're lying about it, the fourth warning symptom is sadness and grief. That sadness and grief creates a perception that we're losing a piece of ourselves. That's the big warning. It's the warning that says you are losing a piece of yourself because this is not good for you. And it's usually where we start to feel sick and tired, but we don't actually do a whole lot about it. If we can process through the sadness and grief, we find unconditional love for ourselves. We feel the lightness of who we're becoming. But if the sadness and grief prevails, we go into the energies of shame, of anger, and a collection of lack of worthiness. We actually lose our self-esteem and our willpower. If we can muster that energy back, it is self-esteem and willpower. But if we get stuck here in shame and anger, we are forced to move to guilt and blame. Guilt is an implosion. It's ways in which we find how to make everything our own fault. Blame is explosion. It's how we figure out, convince ourselves, and live in a space, in an illusion, where it's everybody else's fault. Now, in psychology 40 to 50 years ago, you were either capable of guilt, living in guilt energy, or you were capable of blame, living in blame energy. But over the last 15 to 20 years or so, in psychology, psychotherapy, and energy medicine, we've come to realize that you can live in both of those places. And I know that that's a challenging space. When we're caught in guilt and blame, 
we destroy our creativity and passion, our creativity for life, our creativity for experiencing, our passion for being our true self. We actually lose interest in things that once were very important to us. And we have no idea that it was a thought that turned into a thing, a feeling, something that disconnects us and isolates us, something that creates stories that don't empower us, something that we actually lie about. We say it's true. Do you know what humanity's biggest lie is? Hey, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I've got this. We have so much shame and guilt about how we're feeling and what we're thinking that we are incapable of asking for help. And when someone presents themselves, we lie. I don't need any help. I'm fine. That turns into the most grotesque of our non-beneficial energies, and that's fear. And when we're in fear, it means that we are as far from possible as we can be to love. We are no longer basking in the light. We live in shadow. And this is what happens when we're consumed by fear. Spiritual, mental, and emotional energies are etheric. We know them, but we can't necessarily touch them, taste them. They are not matter. So that thought that your intuition said, please don't think that, turned into mental neuroses. It became something. And that turned into emotional. And you went through the gamut of opportunities to say, please stop. You're killing yourself. And it turned physical. The first proof of physical matter is something is annoying. It's itchy, scratchy, throbby, tingly, burny. And it happens consistently, either consistently in time or consistently when you're with a certain person in a certain place doing a certain thing but always when you're having that thought. That thought that has taken you out of alignment will react to this itchy, scratchy, throbby, tingly, burning. And depending on where it is on your body, I can actually tell you what the thought is, what it's about, and how it's harming you. But if we don't pay any attention to that annoyance, it turns to pain. It's not just discomfort. It's literally causing challenge mobility issues. It's stopping us from moving forward. We're frozen in this space and time because we can't move anymore because that fear has consumed us. And finally, when all else fails, source, soul, and ego say, I guess all that's left is disease and dysfunction. Imagine this being possible, and I personally know it's true through my own personal experience, which maybe I'll share one day. And I don't mean through others, my own very gigantic piece of anger cancer. Imagine if that could be true. I was so angry for so long 
and I completely avoided and ignored it, that it became a mass inside of my body that was killing me. Imagine if that's true. So if I say to you, it's important to know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, to know who you want to be, and I ask you to suffer a little bit of pain, burping, farting, sneezing, laughing, crying, or you know what, maybe some diarrhea and vomiting. Would you rather that? Or are you willing to suffer in pain, discomfort, disease, and dysfunction? It's time for our third break. When we return, I'm going to share with you a little bit of my own experience with the next syndrome. I'm also going to ask you some really tough questions, but I'm also going to share with you how to recognize the next syndrome in your own life. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you've had a few moments to digest the information that I'm sharing with you. I get that it's a little deep, um, and I get that it can be a little bit scary, and that's why I'm here to support you. Know that if you have any questions, concerns, or ideas, you are always welcome to reach out to me. The best way to reach me is through email, Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. Your questions and concerns are always confidential. You are not obligated to treatment with me. However, I do offer a complimentary 45-minute consultation where we can go into your bioenergetic field, look at the depth of the non-beneficial energy, and I can teach you how to use these four levels of information to begin to start the process or to dig even deeper than you've ever gone before, depending on where you're currently at. Again, spiritual is our intuitive thoughts that guide us to our truth. Mental 
is the process of soul and ego coming into harmony to keep our stories powerful. Emotional is the warning system that we're on track. If we are connected, we feel good. If we're disconnected, we feel bad. And finally, physical. Those annoyances, those pains, the disease and the dysfunction all originated energetically from a thought. So that means with time, with effort, with trust and with love, they can be healed. You too can heal yourself. And my purposefulness is to teach you how to do that, to educate you, to provide you with the tools and to support you on this journey of healing. Imagine that the next syndrome has purposefulness for you. Its purpose is to gently peel away the layers. But yes, it is also purposed to break open the wounds so that you can see what's in there that just isn't true, that's keeping the infection alive. Let's expose the non-beneficial energy. Let's help it melt away so it no longer affects you. Let me do a really quick analogy. I love this analogy. I call it the seed analogy. When we think of breaking apart we think that we're destroying ourselves, that it's over, that we're not moving towards something better. But I want to remind you of the seed. When the seed is planted, it splits apart. If you watch it in a slow motion camera, it's completely destructive. It actually looks painful. Little roots come out of the seed and seal it into the earth that it's planted. And a stalk grows from it. And it splits apart. But eventually, the seed dries up and breaks away and it's strong roots with a stem foundation. And all of the sudden, a beautiful flower becomes something that had we not realized the seed was there, we probably wouldn't even have seen. What's next for you? It seems like that's all the time that we have today. And as always, I am so incredibly grateful to have been able to spend this time with you live as a podcast each week. I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me today, but if any reason you haven't, please reach out. Check out my website, tracytrimble.ca, or email me. I'm happy to help you start this process. So what's next after the next syndrome? Well, it's about understanding how to level up, how to stop being where you're at right now and move to a higher vibration. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about next week. In self-awareness and personal development work, there's a space and time called leveling up. And it's where we're no longer satisfied where we're at physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. So we literally step up into a new vibration. 
It's our energetic truth. In next week's show, I want to talk to you about what leveling up is, how it works, and why it's really important to understand this process so that we don't resist it, so that we use what's next to peel away the layers instead of falling back. I very often say that we create shame around two steps forward, one step back. But the truth is, we've had to take that one step back to collect something we'll need later that we forgot to pick up and bonus program. We're still moving forward. So let's take what we learned today from the what's next syndrome, allowing ourselves to release the layers with intention on our own or with help from others, to being consciously aware of our thoughts, our feelings, and our physical pain. To ask for help if you don't feel like you're in a good place. But most importantly, to ask yourself, what's next? Again, I am incredibly grateful to have this opportunity to share with you information that most likely you may never have or you may never understand it in the most simplistic ways in which I try to put it together. Please know that if you do have questions, that it's important that you ask. If not me, find someone in your area who can spiritual guide you. But before you do that, connect with yourself. Ask yourself, what's wrong? What's wrong spiritually? What's wrong mentally? What's wrong emotionally? And what's wrong physically? And when I say what's wrong, I'm not saying there is anything wrong with you. There certainly isn't. You are perfectly perfect. But it's time for us to heal. And how do we do that? We do that by asking the very simple but empowering question, what's next? Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without judgment.